Welcome to Point of Pivot, a podcast for ladies who are on a journey to reclaim their health, fitness, and confidence. I'm your host, Emily, a wife, mother, and nutrition coach who understands what it's like to be frustrated and spin her wheels looking for results. Together, we'll dive into the world of macro counting, weightlifting, and explore how to create sustainable behavior change. I'll be sharing tips and strategies to empower you to shift your mindset, habits, and behaviors to finally be able to break free from feeling stuck and disappointed and to discover how to sustain these results for life. Hello and welcome back to Point of Pivot. This is episode seven and today I'm going to be talking about something that goes really hand in hand with habits and that is how to establish and then maintain consistency with your health and fitness. And really these principles can be applied to any area of your life that you're wanting to improve upon. It really is something that when you ha- you develop habits and then you consistently apply those or put those into action, they really will build momentum for you. And so as I was studying for this and kind of doing some research, I came across a quote that I thought I would share with you today. And that is a quote by John Maxwell. And it says, small disciplines repeated with consistency every day lead to great achievements gained slowly over time. And I really think that that is the perfect opener to our talk today because it really is the small disciplines. It's those little drops in the bucket. It's that the little the effective compound interest that really is going to move the needle as far as helping us to get wherever it is we want to go. And when you repeat those habits consistently, it's going to add up for you. And so like I always do, I would like to start with a an actual definition because I think it's really an important place to begin because what really does consistency mean? I think it's relative, truly, because it could mean all or nothing to one person. It could mean, you know, like 80% of the time. I I just think it's something that you need to define for you because I've had people tell me, you know, I was really consistent with my workouts this week. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean you worked out two days a week? Does that mean you worked out one day a week or five days a week? So it really is something that you have to define. So uh, according to dictionary.com, consistency is a steadfast adherence to the same principles, course, or form. And why does it matter so much? So if you think about it, we're building a lifestyle because it's not something that you're, if you're wanting to change something, then it's something that you've been unhappy with. And if you are wanting to change it, then you don't want to have to go back and quote unquote start over or go back to whatever, you know, it was that didn't, that led you to feel unhappy. And it is those daily choices that are going to add up to your sustainable transformations. So if you maintain that level of consistency, not only in the effort that you give, but also in your daily actions and habits, then you're going to set yourself up to be more likely to succeed because you are becoming the type of person that does these things instead of just striving for something. And I think that that's a really important thing to remember. But one of the biggest benefits of setting up habits and and really establishing those over time is that it allows you to be consistent because you are reducing decision fatigue. And I talk about this a lot because decision fatigue is a thing. At least for me, it is. I would assume maybe for you too. 
But if you don't have to think about things, it just, it takes away that kind of anxiety, I would say, that sometimes can creep up when you have too many decisions in front of you. And I know that like I've even noticed this at the grocery store. Sometimes it is almost more calming to just go into maybe a smaller store, like a co-op store that has less choices. And I think that that's because we just have so many choices that we're constantly having to make decisions. And it's a little bit taxing on our brain, really. And so if you think about like your normal like morning routine, say, you don't have to ever think about getting up, getting dressed, brushing your teeth, you know, because those have become habitual for you. And when things are habit, it allows consistency because you're lowering that component of, you know, having to make the decision because it's just something you do. And really, if you think about, you know, when you actually just do something, that action creates momentum and momentum is what you need to remain consistent in the thing you want to do. But it's important to know what the reason is that you want to achieve whatever outcome it is. So if you want to lose 20 pounds, why do you want to achieve that result? Why do you want to lose the 20 pounds? What is it going to add to your life? Is it going to help you to feel more confident? Is it, you know, what is it going to do for you? And I think that that's an important place to start is to to establish why it actually is that you want to do this. What is your reason? Because when you're, when you make a decision and that you want to do something, you can't just have somebody, you know, telling you what to do. It has to matter to you. It has to be something that you actually know why you want to do it because you can expect whenever you're trying to change something, you can expect there to sometimes be points of friction. And there's going to be times when you aren't going to want to do this thing because change is hard. It is. It's not something that you have, it's not a path you have forged before. And so I think it's really important to understand that you need to know why it is you want to get there before you actually start, because that's what's going to, you can remind yourself of that when things get hard. And if, I don't know, I just think that sometimes you can talk yourself out of, a, you know, of like a doing something different if you don't know why. And there is a lot of power in focusing on that long, long-term consistency because I think we also live in a culture where we expect things to be instant. Like really everything is almost instant for us. We have instant gratification issues and we will want that with an outcome too. And so I would just pose a question, you know, what can you, after you decide why you want to be consistent or you want to achieve this, what can you do? So if you've decided, you know why, now what can you actually do to become more consistent? And it's really important to think small because like I was saying earlier, if you're looking at this whole big picture of why you want to get somewhere, it can seem daunting. So what is an actual small step you can take? So for instance, if you want to lose 20 pounds and you want to start, you know, paying attention to your nutrition, what is the a small step that you can do to move the needle? So for example, you could buy a body scale. You could buy a, you know, a food scale. Um, you could get some healthy groceries in the house. So you're going to want to look at those actual small steps that you're going to need to start implementing on a regular basis to be able to move the needle toward where it is you want to go. 
and you want those changes to be manageable. So I, you know, I've talked about this before, but when I was teaching, um, we had a saying, you know, easy plus one that was part of our writing program. So do what's easy, add another thing, and then add another. And before you know it, then you've moved that needle significantly because it is kind of daunting when you see that whole big picture and you're just, that can be overwhelming and it can really cause, it can cause you to think you're never going to get there. But as a, you know, just a reminder, improvement isn't, it isn't something that happens by chance. It really occurs a little bit at a time when you chip away at it one little tiny piece at a time. And it's you're when you're starting to establish those habits and then you you execute them consistently, you're creating for yourself a system. And when there's a system in place, it's going to help you to keep going, even if you are, quote unquote, running out of motivation. But um, for me, I think that like designing routines helps make things effortless. Um, I did this a lot like with my kids when they were little. We had chore charts and I really worked with them on doing, you know, a morning routine and an afternoon routine. And it helped to make our day run more smoothly. It helped teach them the responsibilities that they needed to do that were theirs to be able to, you know, be as part of our our functioning household. And so I think it's really just important to look at your life to develop systems and routines that are going to be helpful for you. Um, because you want to be able to build those habits that's that are going to help you to get where you want to go with, like I said, without thinking about it. So if you need to work out, you know, it's important to schedule them. And I say this a lot, like cr- create an appointment with yourself, put it in your calendar on your phone. So it'll remind you do whatever you need to do to remind yourself that this is a non-negotiable because as the old adage says, what gets managed gets done. And I, I also get it. Like life is busy. Everybody has different things going. Nobody's life looks the same. Everybody, you know, different people have jobs. Some people have, you know, kid, young kids. Some people have just a lot of different things, families, kids, sports. You know, there's a lot of things that pull us in different directions all the time. But consistency truly is that key in unlocking a door to that those habits or that sustainable health and fitness change in your life. And we all know that really the quickest way not to reach your destination is to quit. And so you have to be adaptable and realize that life's going to throw you curveballs. I have heard, you know, people say, I will start my, you know, like, I guess the old I don't know, like you hear people say, you know, the diet starts tomorrow or the diet starts in January or, you know, I will do this when life slows down, quote unquote, and it doesn't. Life is going to throw you curveballs. You have to learn to be flexible. You have to learn to adapt and to find a way to be consistent with your life. And that I think is one of the biggest things of all is you really just need to take an inventory of your own life and figure out how you can you can achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve within the confine the confines of your own life. Um another thing I think that can stop people from even getting started is perfectionism. 
And I know I've talked about this before, but being perfect is really going to stunt things for you. It's really something that I think will stop a lot of people from even starting. Because really, it's about showing up. It's about making choices that align with your goals. And if you focus on being perfect, it's almost like you instinctively know that you can't ever achieve it. And so it's going to really stop you from wanting to try, which again, as I said a little bit ago, is that one that one guarantee that you're not going to reach your outcome is if you don't try or you don't even start. And so I think that it really is it's important to realize that a little bit of progress even imperfectly is going to make a contribution to get you closer to where you want to go. And really, if you think about it also, like an outcome is made up of a a million tiny decisions. So if you are in a place, you know, where you're like 20 pounds overweight, you got there from decisions that you made and those tiny deposits and tiny choices. And it wasn't maybe one huge thing that seemed to make, you know, you get, you go off course, so to speak, but getting back on course, wherever that course is for you is also going to be made up of those million tiny decisions, those tiny deposits and those choices. Because I think too, like if you, especially if you're trying to lose weight, a lot of times, and I know this was true for me as well, that I thought, you know, the path to achieving said outcome was going to be more linear than it actually was. And it isn't. There are ebbs and flows, just like anything in life. But then as you start to see, you know, if you're focusing specifically on weight loss, if you're trying to lose weight and you see those ebbs and flows, as long as there's a downward trend, then it's then it's what, you know, you're getting there. It just, it's not always going to be constant and linear each day. And I think that that realizing that and anticipating that will help. But I think this is also, you know, goes to show why fad diets don't work because they're relying on a temporary fix and not a long-term solution. And so you're trying to achieve something with, without realizing that whatever it is that you do to achieve it, as I said earlier, is what you have to do to sustain it. So that's really an important key. But how do you actually become consistent? So we've, you know, we've talked about a lot of these, like why you would do it, a little bit of how, but how do you stay consistent in the midst of your life? And So like I was saying, it's important to find what's actually going to work for you specifically with your specific goals and your specific time frame. And often, just as a little caveat, often it's going to take longer than you think it's going to take. And it's really going to come down to those habits that you can build that are going to work for you in your specific life with your, your obligations. And sometimes it will mean rearranging things. Sometimes it will mean, you know, that you need to maybe go to bed a little earlier so you can get up earlier and have time to work out. It maybe it means you start to order your groceries on Sunday so that you make sure that you have adequate protein and you have fruits and vegetables and you have the ingredients needed to be able to make healthy meals. Um, maybe it means that you take 20 minutes on a Saturday and you meal plan or you, um, you know, you bulk prep protein or you do something that you know, you're going to have to maybe rearrange some things to be able to set yourself up for success. And uh, 
you know, another thing to be aware of is that like I, you know, I did mention this a few minutes ago, but when often when people start to um, do something, they're super excited, but they don't realize that they're going to run out of excitement. And then they don't think that they're, you know, maybe getting where they want to be quick enough. So realize that you're, you're likely going to run out of excitement because that's an emotion and emotions are fleeting as we know. (laughs) Um, so just, just realize that those times of discouragement are going to come. Those times of feeling like things aren't working are going to come. And so if you just continue and you're consistent and you just keep plugging along, you will be further along down the road than someone that quits and keeps starting and stopping again. But um, a few takeaways, a few ways that you can establish and maintain consistency. I made a little list and I just wanted to share those with you. So number one is to set realistic goals. So begin with goals that are achievable. And remember, small wins will pave the way for big victories. And that's going to help to foster that sense of accomplishment for you. Number two is to create a schedule. So as I said before, plan those workouts, put those in your phone, put it on your calendar, make sure that you know when you're doing that. So instead of saying, I'm going to work out this week, when are you going to work out? On what days and at what time? For example, I, I do my workout in the morning after I have my coffee and my devotion and I do this four days a week, sometimes five, but always four days a week. So plan those workouts and then also plan your meals in advance. So it's going to help you to stay consistent when you have a schedule that it becomes habitual for you. And then that way it's not an afterthought. It's just part of that routine. So number three is to set a timer. So you don't want to just decide what day you're going to do something. You want to decide specifics. Decide what time. Dial it down and get as specific as possible because this increases the likelihood that you're actually going to follow through with something. And this is something that I utilized a lot when I was homeschooling my kids. If we had a subject we needed to do, I would say, okay, we're going to work on it for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever that is. And what that does is it helps your brain to be singularly focused. And I don't know if you struggle with getting distracted, but I know I definitely do sometimes. And I know that when my kids were younger, they definitely did as well. And so when we did this, when we set a timer and said we were going to work on one specific thing, it just... it made it a little bit easier because it had a start time and an end time and then you could move on to something else and so that definitely is helpful number four is to find an accountability partner so community is such an important component when you especially when you're going through something that maybe you're trying to make some big changes in your life it's so helpful to share your journey with a friend or to have a community of people that can just encourage you and help you to stay accountable um because you know accountability makes consistency more fun and plus we all need a support system in our lives and so I would just encourage you to find if you either just a friend or if you have a group of people that are wanting to make changes, do that. Get together. Make a plan to to keep each other accountable and um, it will help you with your consistency as well. Number five is to prepare. So I am such 
a big advocate of preparation ahead of time. I love planning. I love preparing for things. But as far as your meals and meal prepping, meal prepping can seem daunting because you can think maybe I have to cook all of my meals for an entire week all at once. And that's not necessarily what meal prep means. And it's, but I mean, it's different for everybody. It depends what, you know, works with your life that might work better to do one huge meal prep session. And, um, you know, that will help you to stay consistent. But personally, what I do is most pretty much every week, I will get a a bunch of protein that we will bulk prep. My husband will put it on the smoker if it's chicken or something and cook it all at once and so that it's all cooked. So we cook it all at once and then sometimes I will do a couple of dishes like I'll do breakfast or maybe like a frittata or something. I pretty much always do a a bunch of um meal option or lunch options for my husband and for my son. So I do that usually for on my meal prep day. But having those healthy options readily available really removes that temptation to veer off course. It really can be the thing that stops you from going through the drive through because you have something prepared or at least at the very least you've planned your meals and you know what you're going to have for dinner and hopefully you've gone grocery shopping as well. And so you have the ingredients at your house and so that will really help you. Number six is to celebrate the small wins. It's really important especially as you are embarking on some kind of change even if you don't have very far to go toward your goal acknowledging and celebrating every milestone no matter how small is going to keep you it's going to help keep you motivated to keep going. And so celebrating those small wins is really important. And especially if you do have a little bit further to go in your health journey, then celebrating those small wins is going to be even more important because it's easy to to lose that excitement and to become discouraged sometimes. So celebrating those milestones will help you. Number seven is to listen to your body. It's important to be aware and mindful of how your body feels because consistency doesn't mean pushing through pain or if you really need a rest day, you need to realize that that one day, if you decide to take a day off because you really need to recover or you're not feeling well or something or something comes up, that it that one day is not going to make or break your progress. And it's important to respect what your body needs. So just being mindful of that and realizing that falling off the, you know, off course for one day or a couple days doesn't mean that you're going to lose, you know, your um, any successes that you've attained so far. So that's important. Number eight is that flexibility matters. Along with that, what I just said is life will happen. It's important to be flexible, to be able to adapt to changes, but it's also important to always find a way to stay consistent within your current circumstances. I I know that all of us have busy lives. We have jobs. We have families. We have different things going on, and life will happen. It just well. And so it's important in when life does happen, it's not if, it's when, to be able to adapt to those changes, but stay consistent in that. And I think sometimes it's almost a good test for us when we have things come up because it it helps us to kind of hone our skills and to really see what we actually prioritize and what matters to us. So it's important to be flexible. 
Number nine is to track your progress. So keeping a journal or using an app to track your progress is really helpful because it helps you to see how far you've come. Because while you're going along a journey, and I know this was definitely true for me personally too, is without tracking progress, it's you don't really remember what you what you looked like, how you felt exactly. So that's why journaling is such an important tool. Um, it's a tool that I use with my clients. It's a tool that I, I used as well. And in fact, I did not honestly want to take photos of myself uh, right when I was at kind of at my highest weight, right before I started really focusing on my health and fitness because it was really hard. It was really emotional. It was really frustrating. But now I'm so thankful I took those pictures because I see how far I've come. It's a visual reminder of the progress that I've made. And I think it would be the same for you too. Plus, it helps you to know kind of how you were feeling at that point. And it is another, you know, just another motivator to stay the course because you don't want to go back to the, the life and the situation and wherein you felt unhappy. So tracking your progress is really important. And number 10 is to rest and recover. So consistency doesn't mean, like I was saying, you know, it doesn't mean pushing yourself beyond your limits. It includes rest days. It's important for your body to have time to recover because this will help ensure that long-term health and sustainability. Plus, if your goal is to build muscle, which for if you're looking to have a lean and toned physique, then you definitely want to build muscle. Plus, muscle is metabolic tissue. You can eat more calories when you have more muscle in your frame. So, but when you are doing hypertrophy training or muscle building training, your body will need that rest to be able to repair the tissue and build muscle. So it's a really important part of the process. And just overall, I guess the main takeaway I would love to give you is just to remember that consistency is going to be that bridge between where you are now or maybe where you were if you're already on a health and fitness journey and where you want to be. And so I would just encourage you to keep at it and just to stay focused because it's when you establish those habits and you stay consistent with them that you will see changes. So I just want to thank you for being here today. I'm going to wrap up and um, with this with this episode, but um, you know, consistency it it isn't a sprint; it's a marathon, and this is a journey. It's not, you know, it's not necessarily a destination. It doesn't necessarily have a destination, but you'll learn along the way, and it it's fun to see just how you grow through this process. And so I just would encourage you to celebrate the small victories and keep moving forward. And as always, thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Point of Pivot. I hope today's discussion has been helpful for you and provided you with some insights and maybe a little inspiration you can use on your journey to a healthier life. If you ever have questions, comments, or topics you'd like to see covered on future episodes, please don't hesitate to DM me on Instagram at Emily Eboa Coaching. And if you're ever ready to take that step toward transforming your life, I'm here to guide you through coaching. And if this has been helpful for you, please consider sharing this episode to someone else who would enjoy it or on your stories on Instagram. As always, thank you for being here and I will see you next time.